Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening and watching the Italian American Entertainment Podcast. I'm your host, Vin Shirelli, and today we have the great singer and entertainer, Daniela Croco, with us. Daniela is a member of the Chicago group, The Jersey Girls, and has performed throughout the United States at all types of venues and Italian festivals. So welcome, Daniela. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, good to see <laughs> you, and uh, thanks for coming on this morning, and uh, it'll be fun to talk to you here a little bit. <laughs> So, I know, uh, I know. So uh, how I usually start this before we start getting into uh, your music business and all that is, uh, since it's about Italian-Americans, uh, where you trace your ancestry from in Italy um, and also where you're located now. Okay, so um, obviously, yes, I'm Italian. My mom was born in Italy. She was born in Bari. Okay. So that's obviously where her parents go. They all like grew up in body, a little town called Valenzano. Um, my mom, she moved to America, um, obviously, when they were young. And I can't remember originally where they moved to, but obviously, in terms of school, they, they ended up in Schiller Park, which is where I'm living right now. Okay. <laughs> they went to East Lyon High School. And then afterwards, she moved back to Italy for a little bit before she came back to America again. And my dad... He's Italian and also German. Um, his dad is Sicilian, but he he was Chicago born and raised. He grew up in Ravenswood, so he's he's more of a Chicago Italian type of guy. <laughs> gotcha. Well, very cool. Uh, so, and my mom was actually born in Italy too. So, uh, yeah, she was I think nine when she came here. So they were young, but uh, yeah, yeah, very young. Yeah. So uh, you are a you're a singer. Uh, so when did you start uh, performing? When when did you get the music bug? At a pretty young age. I mean, let's see. It, it obviously started for me in the church choir. That's kind of when I developed some sort of a talent where people are like, oh, you know, your daughter, she can, she has something there. <laughs> and then it started into getting into musical theater. And then after that, voice lessons to where I'm just always, it really started in musical theater. It wasn't mostly singing Italian music, just doing shows, singing, dancing, acting. And then, yeah, so that, I would say middle school is really yeah. where it all started. That's how it started for me actually too, so. was, uh, was theater. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I don't I can't <laughs> even imagine me doing it now anymore, that stuff, but I started with Peter Pan. Honestly, <laughs> you, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mine was Narnia. Oh, Narnia. Nice. <laughs> so <laughs> random, but no. The first, the first musical I ever did was Narnia. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, mine was, was um, Peter Pan, and I was, I was, I was Michael. Narnia. Who were you in Narnia? Okay, I was. Um, they called them the Cruelies, what the the white witches, um, little monster oh. people or oh, gotcha. helpers. I don't know what you would consider <laughs> the movie. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> so when did you uh, when did you start actually performing out? You know, I think you started solo, correct? Doing some Italian stuff and some festivals. That's yeah. Kind of, that's how we met, uh, man, probably three years ago now uh, at that festival in Indiana. I know. So and I know and that was the first time mm -hmm. I had heard about you, and you got a great voice, and uh, we were, you know, taken you. back by your you you do a great job, good for performer. So was that kind of the year? when you really started performing out or when did you start doing the Italian stuff? You know, I guess mostly on my own. Yeah, I would say so. Maybe 
that year where I really started to get out there more. Um, but actually, so we, we lived in Kentucky for 10 years. And when we moved back to Chicago, um, I was a junior in high school and by my senior year. So as a family, we would always go to like, you know, they had like St. Rocco, um, Christmas dinners or picnics. Right. And there was, there's all, there was this DJ who's always there. And honestly, I can't remember how it came about me going up to sing. I really can't remember, but I did. And obviously people like, Oh my gosh, she's so good. And then, <laughs> and then after that, I, I was kind of connected with this other gentleman who was from Italy. I mean, he was, he was, he didn't even speak English. So we, I mean, we ended up singing together and that's kind of how I started getting into the world of Chicago, like doing the festivals was through him because they would hire him. And then I was kind of his special guest at the time. And then when we kind of broke off, that's when, cause I obviously started meeting people along the way. Right. And yeah, I really started to just do my own shows, trying to, yeah, pretty much what you saw. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. Well, that's cool. I've seen, uh, yeah. you know, over the years kind of watching you, you know, we've ran run into each other at festivals and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, seeing what you're doing online now, uh, with the Jersey girls, I've seen a cool transformation yeah. you've been doing. Uh, so you've been, you've been doing a good job. Yeah. So why, uh, why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about uh, the Jersey girls and, uh, what that group's all about. Jersey girls. So, okay. We're our, uh, Frankie Valley tribute band um we we do pretty much everything we do all the party music we start with jersey boys and then it always just breaks into a dance party with all the classes of the disco era we we try to incorporate it all um i really honestly they that group is like a blessing just because um just the friendships we created we were very close to each other um and at the time when i found out that they were kind of looking for a new member obviously i made an effort and took the initiative to really go out and show them what I can do. Cause for me, like I'm young and I'm trying to get my foot in the door. So I was like, Oh my gosh, so perfect. Experience with consistent gigging, getting my name out there. And then it, it grew into this. So we, yeah, they, they, it's amazing what that group transformed into. Like they work very hard and um, it's pretty, it's really impressive. So that's cool. So do you, um, do you remember when you had your very first big, you know, performance where, uh, you know, you were on a big stage and how you felt and all that? Let me think. <laughs> you know what? This, this is so random, but the first time I was young, I was in eighth grade. I can't remember if I was in eighth grade, but I was a freshman in high school. I won a national anthem singing contest for this theater festival in Atlanta at the time when we all like went there for um, like the workshops. And I had, I, it was one of those things. I remember I was in a sweatshirt, just got out of the shower. And it was one of those things where my mom was like, Danielle, we got to do this. You got to just, we got to record it. And like, obviously, cause I was procrastinating. I was so young and whatever. I go upstairs in my aunt and uncle's bathroom and she records me singing the national anthem. Didn't think anything. And then like a month later, I get an email, you won the national anthem contest. Oh, wow. So what that meant was I kicked off the festival. I sang in front of like over 3000 people. 
it was really my first time ever performing in front of, I mean, a crowd like that. So for me, oh my God, I was so, I was so nervous, but I don't know. It was, it was the first time where I really felt like, wow, like I actually <laughs> won this and people like loved my voice this much where I could do something like this, especially at an age like that. That was really, that was the one moment that always sticks out in my mind. That's cool. Um, obviously, obviously doing shows all the time now. I mean, it's, it's just a different feeling, but that, that really was one moment where that was just like a great memory. That's so strange because I have a very similar story. That's that's very ironic. But when I was, I don't know, maybe 11 or 12, I was living in Florida. Yeah. So I, I lived in Florida for a while. And uh, it was wow. the same thing. It was like a middle school, uh, I don't know, talent contest for like the national anthem. Right. Uh, and uh, I got chosen for our school. And uh, I had to play at like, uh, we lived in the Orlando area. We had to play downtown Orlando with the symphony orchestra. Um, like in this oh, big, wow. huge theater. And I remember going out there and trying to sing it. But if you've, uh, I don't know how you performed it when you did it, but this was with like the full piece orchestra and there was no earpiece. Oh, wow. no, I did it acapella. <laughs> yeah, this was ear, no earpiece or no monitors on this giant stage with me standing next to the yeah. orchestra. And I couldn't hear, they were so loud. I couldn't oh. hear <laughs> myself. And it was like, I don't know how I went through it, but that's so, I haven't even thought of that until you brought up the national anthem thing. Right. That's, that's crazy. But uh, so I always like asking this to singers because I'm a singer as well, but do you uh, yeah. do you still get nervous after all this all these years all performing? The do you? <laughs> oh my god, all the time. And you know it's funny after singing with the girls, they become your security blankets because <laughs> you know you're not the only one singing, so it's not all the pressure on you. And we vibe off of each other's energy. And now when I go back to having to sing by myself, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I have to sing three hours by myself. <gasps> what do I sing? Like, that's mostly where my nerves come from because it's like trying to fill the time. It's like, you know what? Everyone's just going to enjoy what I have to <laughs> sing because this is three hours that I'm filling time for. <laughs> and but like, yeah, no, I get, I do get nervous, but once it starts, it goes away. It's crazy. Yeah. No, um, this is same thing with I, me. That's like, right. Yeah. I feel comfortable. It's always just the before it's like, Oh my God, like I can't even eat before. Like it's ridiculous, but no, it's once I start, it just, it's all gone. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. You know, you, yeah. Playing with a band yeah. and you know, you with, with the girls, it, it is a security thing. Cause I, uh, people ask me all it the time, is. just play solo or just pick up your guitar and do it by yourself. And it's just like, uh, I'd rather have the guys I don't know. It's like a, yeah, it's strange. I get more nervous if I have it to do it, by, do it by myself. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, no, it's, I mean, but I found it is, it's more fun when there's other people involved, you know, cause it's just, it's just a different energy. I don't right. know. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. So, um, growing up, uh, being Italian American, did you have like a big Italian American musical influence? You know, kind of. So for me, it's different because I felt like a lot of the Italian songs that I was learning, it was more of like situations I was in, like, oh, you need to learn this song. And then I would learn the song and then I would sing it so well. And then I'm discovering, wow, like people actually enjoy and love when I'm singing more of the Italian styles versus, um, 
just like regular American songs. Right. It's it's interesting because when I fell in love with more of the classic Italian songs, they're not really old singers, but Il Volo, I was in love with Il Volo. And then whenever I hear whenever I heard them, that's really when I discovered the old classic Italian songs. Cause obviously okay. at a young age, I wasn't really into it for fun unless my family's playing it. Right. But Ovolo, I just, I, I fell in love with how they sang it. And then I would incorporate their songs and like the styles of how they were performing it into my shows. And that's kind of when I started developing this um, Italian American song cycle during my shows, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that makes no, sense. <laughs> yeah, no, and you know, I don't know if you remember. I, I think I'm just a, a little bit older than you, but um, when Il Volo actually started, when they were like middle schoolers, I remember they were so on the, the yeah there was Italian like this, show. Yeah, there was like this TV show, and I remember like all my old Italian aunts. Uh, yeah. I was probably in college at the time or high school or something. And they were like, we have to get this CD from Italy because there's these kids. And like, I had yeah. to order it for them online because I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. And then I got this CD and it was all these little kids and I had to burn the CD for like every Italian yeah. woman in my family. But then they, oh ex it, they exploded and it's just like, that's crazy. Like they even looked totally different when, <laughs> when they were little kids. But I like, know, it's crazy. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize they started that young, like in that in that show. A lot of people don't realize that, but they've come a long way. It's cool. I actually, um, I actually ended up auditioning for the show. Oh, did you? Very it was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those. Obviously, like my Nona and my mom, like, oh, you have you have to try. You just send send a video, and it, I rem I I literally remember to this day. I was in Texas by my family. We go to a friend of theirs because he was a musician as well. So he, you know, he knew what he was doing. I'm standing in a shower because the acoustics were great. <laughs> right. And I, I think I sang a Celine Dion song. I don't remember what Celine Dion song it was. No, no. Uh, yeah, no, it was like maybe a dollar Celine Dion. But I sang, I sent it out. And I don't remember what happened. I think they actually said that I was going to be considered for it but because i was in america right like whatever the grand prize was it conflicted with that so i don't know but <laughs> i did try to audition that's cool well i don't even remember what that yeah. show was called like it was a tila show tila show i think is that yeah that, is that, yeah yep. i don't even know that's if it's around anymore but uh that's crazy but anyways uh so you've played uh you know around the country you've played uh, at some cool italian festivals is there one uh, a favorite venue, one or two like favorite spots that really stick out to you that you like performing at? For the festivals or just venues? Venue or festival. Anything? Yeah. Um, Taylor Street. I love Taylor Street. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor That's Street Festival probably. Yeah, and it's interesting because I notice every time that I perform at Taylor Street, I I've gotten the most recognition just in terms of anytime I've promoted my website or just my name every year I have gotten email requests and just people reaching out to me it's only at Taylor Street though I don't know it's so interesting yeah it's a fun festival it's uh I remember I think we played the same year as you because I remember we were done and I was walking and you were like playing yeah. by like a fountain or something is that right there was like yeah. a fountain yeah I remember I remember you uh singing there yeah you you did a good job there yeah no Taylor Street is Taylor Street's fun. It's uh, old school for, vibe. For us, it's 
it became like a tradition because I've been performing in Taylor Street Fest now for like four or five years. Because even before like uh, when Star Events was doing it, mm-hmm. that's when I had started. And um, we have a family member that lives up t- in Taylor Street. So it became a thing where my family would come. And then after I was done singing, we would go over to my aunt's house or cousins and we would have like a potluck. And then go back to the festival. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So it kind of became a tradition. The only thing, all, like, the look. only thing we hate, not hate, but dislike <laughs> about going to that festival is because we're from Rockford and we're not used to oh. Chicago all the time. Is it takes us oh, like an yeah. hour to find a place to park? <laughs> it's oh ridiculous. God. Yeah, it really is. Well, that's another thing because I'm very lucky. I get a parking sticker from our cousin, and I go oh, park on the street. So. <laughs> So that's also why I like it. It's not as hectic for me, I guess, in that sense. <laughs> yeah, we love the festival, but that that one, man, every time, and we're so not used to it. Out here in Rockford's a different world with the I, traffic and everything. It's just like as soon as we get yeah. there, it's just like, oh my gosh, we can't, <laughs> we can't handle it. But so uh, after a few, you know, good years in the music industry, uh, I mean, I know 2020 kind of killed everything for now. But uh, what do you love so far about your career as a singer? Um, just within the pandemic? No, just, just in general. Right. Like, uh, what do you love most about uh, the career of being a singer? Um, I honestly, it's still, I just love the performance aspect of it. I, I love how every show is different. And when people react to your singing, I mean, that's the best feeling. When you can touch somebody just by a song or the, like your voice and you're just making people cry or... The amount of times I've done a show and I've sang a particular song and people come up to me afterwards, you have no idea how much I needed to hear that today or just the sound of your voice just moved me or it it just, it's such a satisfying feeling. That's really what I love about it. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, no, I like that too. It's, uh, I'll never forget. It was a couple years ago. We play, uh, I can't even think of the name of the song. It's a song by uh, Dusty Springfield did it, but it's actually Italian. And uh, we were singing it, and um, this lady just started bawling. I'd never met this lady in my life. And she was just like, that yeah. was my me and my husband's like song, and he just died like two months ago. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is just like. But when things like happen know, like that, it's just I, like, I, wow, I'm... it's crazy when, when things like that wow, happen. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so, yeah. you know, with, uh, with you being Italian-American, we're both young. You know, we're in... Uh, the Italian American circuit and doing all this music stuff. What do you do? You have a good hope for Italian American, you know, entertainment in general, like for the future. Um, or what are like what are your views of like uh, others like us continuing this Italian American traditions and cultures, especially in the music oh, world? Oh, I think I think it'll always be popular and alive. I don't think it's ever going to die down personally especially depending on where you're living. Obviously right. here, I mean, there's so many Italians in this community. Right. And it's just music that makes you feel good. That just never really, like when you listen to it, you're never like, oh, I'm so annoyed and tired of hearing that song. Like I can never feel that way. Right. Um, I know, I know for me, I, that's really, like, cause that's how I got started. There's all these different Italian organizations that are always having events Cause that's, that's just how you keep the culture alive. So I, I really don't think that's ever going to stop. At least I hope it doesn't. Right. So 
Yeah, I hope so too. I, I, I'm getting, you know, there's with people like you and, you know, there's a lot of other young, young people that are continuing this and it's good. And even though, you know, a lot of us don't do, even though like I speak Italian, I'm sure you do. And, you know, we can, we can do the authentic thing. Oh, you don't? (laughs) It's all right. I I can't speak it fluently. I can't speak it fluently, but I, I can. I speak, I speak Italian. That's all that matters. Yeah, no, me too. It's, uh, I can understand, like if someone like in my family speaking to me, I can like understand it fluently. But when I like try to speak it, like sometimes I get like all, I don't know, jumbled up. Yeah. It's cause I speak Spanish too. Yeah. And the Spanish and the Italian are so similar okay. that I get confused sometimes. And it's, uh, yeah. but, yeah. but, uh, I don't even know where I was going with this, but, uh, uh oh, with the, conti- the continuing of the culture, I think, you know, I, I do think there's you know, as long as pe- the food aspect is around, you know, the Italian food and the, oh, yeah. you know, uh, with things like Taylor Street, even if you're not Italian, uh, people still like to feel Italian and, and the music. I'm doing like, right. a, I'm doing a Zoom uh, thing with the symphony orchestra out here in, in Rockford in a couple of weeks about, uh, oh, wow. they asked me to do like a, a speaking thing about, um, you know, Italian music. And kind of what I'm going to show is yeah. how, how Italian music, even like the operatic stuff and, you know, classical Italian music is still mm-hmm. today, you know, ingrained into pop music. And people don't realize that. And it, I think because of I think because of that, um, I was just watching. What were we watching last night? Oh, we were watching that new um, um, uh, the DC comic. Uh, what, what's her name? The, the girl that I can't Harley Quinn, the new Harley Quinn movie that oh, came out a year yeah. or two ago. But I was watching that, and there's yeah. like a, they did sway like in a different version, like they did like a like a <laughs> techno sway you know, I watched, thing. I watched that movie, but I I, I can't. It was, I can't it was really like remember. it's very quick. They're like walking down the street, and I was like, yeah. oh, they're sway. But as long as things like that keep happening, you know, with the the whole, oh, yeah. uh, even a few years ago when they did the uh, Tuvo Fala Americano was like a huge hit. They they yeah. turned it into like a so there's there's all that that's going to keep going. But I'm going to be talking about. Uh, with the orchestra, uh, O Sole Mio and uh, Torna Surriento, mm-hmm. how, uh, you know, Elvis yeah. specifically, you know, It's Now or Never, and he did Surrender <laughs> as the other version. But as long as that keeps going, uh, you know, Italian music should still <laughs> stay strong, I guess. <laughs> so. No, exactly. So uh, before we yeah. get to the end here, what uh, what do you have to say about anything coming up i know it's tough with the pandemic but do you guys do you solo or with the jersey girls have anything coming up uh, you know virtually do you have virtual shows in person or do you have like any new uh do so, you have any, do you have any cds or anything people could buy um no at least not yet but okay. i have been solo wise once a month i've been performing at donny g's in elmwood park okay. um i'll be there again february 26th okay um in the Jersey Girls, I believe we're performing, I think, Villaggio and Roselle in March. Don't remember the exact date. But other than that, for the Jersey Girls, we have more some, like private events like, coming up. But public, um, I think Villaggio in March. <laughs> okay. So Yeah, it's tough right other now. Other than I mean, that, that's pretty much it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's- We'll see. Things are gradually, we're both in Illinois, so they're gradually starting to, to come we're, back. But, I will yeah. say, we've been, we've been getting more calls for like summer and like after summer, which is, I mean, it's great. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to complain. Whatever comes our way is, is great. Yeah. So, I, uh, I just I'm, hope I, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not getting my hopes up because who, who the heck knows what's going <laughs> to happen. I know. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not getting too excited about uh, summer or fall either yet. Cause I don't want to get my hopes up and then all of a sudden it's a shutdown or something again, but is there exactly. uh, so so say with, yeah. with the festivals, who knows, but exactly. hopefully. So, so how can uh, people find out more about you? you? I'm sure you got a website. I can include uh, a link on here and yeah. then I can include a link to the um, Jersey girls uh, website too. Definitely. So my website is just daniellacrocco.com and for Jersey girls it's jerseygirlslive.com. Okay. Um, and we also have Facebook and Instagram. Very cool. Well, I'll uh, put, uh, well, I'll put links to that on this. And uh, once again, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, really enjoy what you do and keeping the Italian-American music and culture alive. And Thank hopefully uh, maybe this year, maybe next, if uh, Taylor Street or all these festivals happen again, maybe we'll be able to see each other in person again, <laughs> run into each I other. I know, I know. Yeah. Exactly. But, That's what but, I'm for. Yeah, well, thank you once again. And thank you, everybody, for listening and watching the Italian-American Entertainment Podcast. And uh, we'll see each other next time. Thanks. Bye-bye.